What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Off the Mass Podcast. This week's episode, I will be welcoming back our good friend Alfredo from Arte Suave Elite. And this go round, he brought with him Kelsey, who works behind the scenes and also has competed on previous shows as well. So, just want to introduce everyone and get us all buckled in. And welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. What's going on, Alfredo? And welcome, Kelsey. How are you all doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm tired. <laughs> good. I'm tired, too. <laughs> yeah. You guys had the wonderful benefit of just coming from training, uh, you know, where you all are at, from what I understand. So, like I told Alfredo, I'm living through you guys right now. I, I missed out on training tonight. So, Oh, no. <laughs> so, you guys are all exhausted and sweaty. And I'm over here saying, you know what? Me, too. Me too. I'm, I'm, I'm taking it all from you guys too. Arte Suave 7, upcoming. You guys excited? Absolutely. Very excited. Very excited. It's a fun card. It's a new venue. So lots of, lots of fun things and moving parts going on for this one. Fair enough. Uh, so I've had the you know pleasure of sitting with Alfredo a few other episodes and talking about the events and just, you know, his involvement and in getting in, you know, just getting started so with you being new to our conversation here at least with me kelsey uh what you know what's this all been like for you getting involved and how long you you know i guess let me start first with how long you've been training (laughs) so i've been training uh it'll be four years this winter so about three and a half four years oh awesome awesome cool cool good to hear and now back to the <laughs> first question that I just, you know, got all mixed up. Uh, getting involved in this, what, you know, how, how's that all been for you and what led you into it? So uh, I'm one of the few that like kind of pushed Fredo into this. Um, it started as like a big joke <laughs> with everybody. And then it was like, oh, this needs to happen. Like this, it's going to happen. We're going to do this. So it's it's been a really wild ride i compete a lot and i've competed for a lot of different promotions so it's it's kind of fun to be behind the scenes on this one i have an extensive background in event planning um i used to do like weddings and corporate events so this is getting to kind of like combine everything i love and i'm good at so it's it's definitely fun it's different you know i get to deal with athletes and competitors as opposed to brides and grooms and people like that so it's a lot more fun for me now um and then like the cherry on top is obviously when we get to compete on our own cards because both alfredo and i are really active competitors um so it's like we get to put this on for other people and then we also get to put it on for ourselves but it's a really fun show and promotion to be a part of because we give back and we're about the athletes, we're about the community and the nonprofits that we pick every month. So there's a little bit of a different message than what I feel other promotions bring to the table. So we are like, a, you know, we give to charity first and foremost, and we really focus on our athletes. Yeah, that's one thing when I first started speaking with Alfredo about this is just the 
the charity, just that that's huge. And being about the athletes and just caring about the athletes because that's not to say the other organizations don't care, but you can kind of you get that sense with a lot of different events that it's like, you know, the event first, you know, everything here first and then the athletes. And here with Arte Suave, you know, you always get the sense that you know, you, you pick the athletes, you know, very carefully and, you know, you care, you, you make sure that everything is fair for, for everyone involved and that, that really shows. So, you know, good job on that. I'm glad, I'm glad that comes across. We're, we're kind of the opposite of money hungry and we, yes. we kind of give it all back to everybody else or we reinvest whatever we make into the show. And it's, it's definitely not about us. It's about everybody else. One question I also just realized I didn't include in the beginning here. Well, what ranker are you? I am a purple belt. Awesome. Uh, like I, in my head, I was like, I bet she's a purple belt. But <laughs> I didn't want to just assume. I assume things, and then when I assume, it's like, um, no, you're way wrong. But, Basic white girl purple belt. Yep, that's me. <laughs> she's a she's a purple belt with an annoying guard. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with that it, 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 it's frustrating you so think of it this way it's working it's working yeah. i get called annoying quite often i love it we share that in common but not because of my guard it's just like uh here comes dante again don't tell him we're going out oh no, uh, oh, no. all right with the upcoming event you know, I've been seeing a you know a few of the matchups posted on Instagram, uh, just passing my timeline, and I always want to repost them, but it's like they're going so fast, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't keep up, I can't keep up. And then I, I think last time I posted, I didn't even post nearly close to you know a percentage of who was all going to be there and participating, and I felt bad because it's like. If anyone is paying attention, they're like, well, wait a minute, you, you forgot us. So I hope that didn't <laughs> What about us? <laughs> hey, I feel that way sometimes at work when it's like, hey, I'm here. All right, guys, uh, at least are you paying me? No? All right, fine. <laughs> I'll just go sit in, my, sit in my corner. So I guess with this upcoming event being number seven, now, you know, this has been going along, you know, for several events. How does it feel, like, as far as... You know, not even from the first one, but like, you know, like, let's say like your third one in, are, are things kind of moving a lot smoother? You, you know, what are some of the challenges that, that you've come across as this has moved up, up down the line? Um, things are definitely smoother. What's nice is we've added like an element to every single show. So like, you know, our first show, the stream maybe wasn't the greatest. Um, <laughs> So we've like upgraded our cameras. We've added camera people. We have a DJ. Um, Fredo keeps talking about the the smoke and the drive, but he he has to have this fog machine. <laughs> but um, so each show just gets better and better. And there's there's always going to be some sort of a hiccup of some sort that you can't plan for. But I feel like that's one of the things we've done really well is the shows, at least from the viewers and from the competitors, it's always smooth. So if anything does go wrong, they don't know about it. So Ooh. we've we've hidden any mishaps pretty well. But to be honest, we haven't really had any that have been ginormous anyways. Yeah. Well, that's good. Uh, I hope that, you know, that streak 
carries on. Uh, you know, that the first stream, I felt like, you know what, <laughs> I can see. I, I don't know. I'm a very meat and potatoes kind of guy. I, it, it doesn't take me, you know, much to make me happy. I was able to see everything perfectly fine. There are a couple of hiccups here and there, but, you know, that, you know, it's first event. So you run into, you know, those, you know, those small, uh, you know, trip ups in the beginning. But so you know, funny note on that is uh, I recently sent a video to Kelsey and Justin of our <laughs> first event and the, this last event that we that we had. And by far. The video, the pay per view, is miles and miles ahead of what it was <laughs> the first event. It is incredibly smooth. We've got commercials. Um, the commentators are great. Uh, we uh, in this actually uh, yesterday. I can't even think what day it is. Uh, yeah, yesterday I went. <laughs> me and the video guy went to the event, and we actually were talking a little bit about logistics and. Uh, we're actually going to, this event, we're um, going to try having a video of the commentators again, and we're going to have a background with, you know, our logo and everything, just to give it more of a, uh, like a professional feel for, for the pay-per-view in itself. I think we've iron, ironed out all the kinks that we ran into, um, you know, the first couple <laughs> months, and, <laughs> and now the, the pay-per-view stream is is absolutely beautiful. It's stunning. You know, we have the the cameras are black magic cameras with beautiful lenses like we did not spare anything in in the cameras and the system to for the pay-per-view so um to it's anybody so that's smooth here now yeah, it's extremely <laughs> smooth so my sister said the hesitate. first show looked like it was shot through a potato <laughs> and unfortunately i was on that card and so when i try to watch those videos back i'm like i can't even watch this right now i'm fine I'll move on. But yeah, so the cameras, number one, the quality is just, it's leaps and bounds what it was back in January and even February for the second show. It's just those upgrades were so necessary. And it's like, this is what we need to invest in because people are paying for the pay-per-view and we want them to have the same experience at home that we can give them if they were there. Absolutely. And it, as a you know fan, I appreciate that because <laughs> this, this will be one of the first weekends I'm able to actually catch it again because it seems like schedule wise every time there's an event and I know I can go back and rewatch it when it when it comes to events in in sports especially I have friends that you know they like the DVR you know football games basketball games and I just I can't do that I got to see things live just as a like the UFC cards, things like that. Yes, they'll show up on ESPN two weeks later for free, but it's like, no, nah, I got to be in that action right now. So with Arte Suave 7 upcoming, I, you know, finally have that time where I can just get home from work, sit down, catch up, and just go from there. I think it, it, the event typically starts for me here on the East Coast. I think you're already maybe an hour in by the time I get home but it still works out for me personally. So, you know, I appreciate that. Yeah, this event, we should start like at three for your time. Yeah, we're starting at noon on the West Coast. Okay. Mm. (laughs) Well, usually on Saturdays, 
it's slow enough where like once once four o'clock hits, I can start kind of yeah. you know again sitting in the corner and hiding from people. Like, hey, don't <laughs> knock on the door. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. So, I'm busy. Yeah. Well, Watching jujitsu. <laughs> fortunately, my manager she's cool with it. She knows. Like, look. I, I know this is what you like, and not only that, you can probably beat up anyone that comes through these doors, so they won't say anything to you. I'm like, no, I'm just a quiet guy that just wants to watch people compete. That's all. So with the this car coming up, I did see um, you had a – or the most recent thing that I saw come up was the 140-pound uh, intermediate championship. Just looking at that, that looks you know pretty exciting. Can you – you know, tell me a little bit about that. These guys are really good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> They're so good. Yeah. Everyone brings uh, a specialty. We've got guys, we got a particular guy that's extremely well-rounded, has solid wrestling, solid jiu-jitsu, solid guard, solid guard passing. Uh, we got a guy that's very extremely technical. Um actually t- multiple guys that are extremely technical. We got wrestlers that have moved into jujitsu. Um, we are all types of guys. And um, it, it's, it, I, I think it's going to be a really, really fun, um, really fun tournament. It's, I think all of these matches are going to be really close. We got a guy from AOJ, some local guys. Um, we got a, a guy from 916, which is here in Sacramento. Um, Jason Wong from uh, the area. He's, I think, Vacaville. Um, Mario's from San Diego. Got a guy coming, a couple guys coming from Arizona or Utah, I believe. Um, it's it's going to be fun. It's going to be very high-paced because these guys are 140 pounds. They're not mm-hmm. afraid to engage. Um, Mar- but I'm going to speak for three guys that have been on the event uh, that are going to be on the, in this tournament, Mario, Jason, and, uh, Jimmy, they've all been on the event. They're not afraid to engage. They, they've all done very well with their matches. Um, I, I think they're going to do very well. And I'm, I'm excited to watch it. I know Kelsey is too. We're both like super big jujitsu nerds that like watching <laughs> other people compete. We constantly talk about it too. We're like, Oh, what do you think about this person and that person? Every single time we're in class. It's probably really annoying for everybody else. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So. But it's like every single one of the guys in the tournament has a completely different style. Like, and that's one of the things that we love to do with the matchmaking in general is we match styles as to who's going to be exciting, who's going to, you know, shut down or attempt to shut down somebody else's game. And so all eight of these dudes are completely different and it's just, it's going to be a really fun tournament and I'm, I hate to say this. I'm probably more excited about the tournament than I am like any of the other matches on the card, just because I know that they're coming in and they all want to kill it. And it's for a really shiny belt, which is very pretty to me. So (laughs) yeah. An upgraded belt. An upgraded belt. Yes. Yeah. Very fancy now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Nice. Nice. You know, that that's, you know, a big bonus there too. When you get to fight for a belt and shiny. So. Double whammy. Are either of you on this card, like in previous events, or you guys just going to hang out for this one? 
we're, <laughs> we're hanging out for this one. Um, yeah. I was supposed to have a match, but she got promoted to brown belt, unfortunately. So our match fell through. Um, but it's it's probably best since we're at a new venue and there's going to be moving pieces. There's a lot going on that we have our full focus on the event and not necessarily us competing. So we've got plenty coming up, though. Yeah. Right. I mean, it continues to do well. I mean, like I told Fredo before, you know, it, it doesn't look like this is slowing down anytime soon. So, yeah, there's always going to be plenty of events, plenty of matches. So that's a good thing. And as you've done the previous events, you know, as far as competing, how has that been with competing in the event and also kind of still running things as well? Has that, what kind of challenges have come with that? <laughs> I think there was one event. So Norm, actually before, I, uh, I think it was two months ago, we both competed on the event. Oh, yeah. We went back to back. <laughs> yeah. 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 Actually, yeah. She went first and then I went right after her. Uh, that actually, I, I think it went pretty well. <laughs> I think. I mean, uh, we won. That's why it went well. <laughs> yeah, that that too. Um, uh, it went well as a you know the matches, and and I th- I think it ran fairly smoothly. Again, like Kelsey said, we run into hiccups every event, and I think we all do a very good job. Our the the people that help us out mainly train with us and we got such a good chemistry with our team that you know the people that help us out it just runs smoothly people communicate with us when something goes wrong or uh they're so willing to help um and we've got that culture in our gym where we help each other out to the max if we i i truly feel that we have the mentality of when one of us competes we all compete and yep when one of us, they win this event when we have this event we all have this event so it just having that energy and that culture has bleeded over into the events and people notice that and um it, it runs smoothly it's nice to like having a match to focus on um while also running the event because you don't really have time to get into your head and start having like those mental games that some competitors play with themselves like you don't have that time because you're running an event and then all of a sudden it's like oh shoot like i gotta go warm up i got 10 minutes you know and then you get on the mat you do your thing you come off you change and you're right back at it so it's it takes me out of my own head competitively um so you're just a little bit more relaxed and it's it reflects in your game when you get on the mat to compete because it's it's fun it's like oh i haven't had all day to dwell on this match coming up it's like no i've had to set up i've had to run the timer i've had to collect the fighters and this and that and then it's like all right i'm gonna go do my thing and then i'm gonna get right back into it so it's kind of fun in that aspect i could see that it it almost sounds similar to you know when we used to play rec league basketball one of us is a coach but also the players so you don't really have time to to have the distractions of just overthinking the actual event yourself as far as participating because you got so many other things on your plate so I definitely get that for sure with this event upcoming you know yeah i know with anything you know when you got something that's on the horizon you never want to look past this but i guess what i'm thinking too is do you already have you know you have anyone from this event that you think you know you're gonna hop right over to the next one or 
you got kind of give guys a, a you know in between just kind of a break in between you know before bringing them right back to another one you know like instead of you know this one's going to be seven you know you're going to give them a breather until nine or you got anyone that's going to go from seven right into eight you know how does that work out for you well for a lot of these guys are going to have a, a rest at least from Arte suave number eight because uh we're actually having an all kids and teen event in august oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so um i think we've got a couple like three kids team kids slash teens matches this go around just mainly because there's kids pans the same exact day mm-hmm. um yep. i had this one kid uh i think his name is alex he asked me over a month ago hey can i have a match i'm like oh yes but it's gonna be very hard because <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's either you know somebody uh, like a wrestling tournament or someone you know going to kids pans um I wanted to match him against a kid named Jonah. Jonah's undefeated on Arte Suave. Very good kid, like, talent-wise. Um, and he's going to Kid Pans. And I thought that would have been a good match. So it, it, it took took a while. Kelsey could tell you. I, th- I think I, I was able to match him maybe, like, two days ago. And yeah. the event is, like, <laughs> you know, two weeks from now. So it took me a while. <laughs> um, but uh, I think... Kels and I, uh, we, we both have kind of like the same thought process on, on who we want on the card again. It's not just about talent, although we'd love to have people that are talented, but it's also the attitude that a lot of people bring. Yes. They bring a, a crappy <laughs> attitude. We kind of don't want those type, you know, that type of environment at our events. Um, so well, Jason Wong is a perfect example. He's competed a ton of times on Arte Suave, like four or five. Jason's the best. <laughs> Jason's an extremely talented grappler. And on top of that, he has such a great attitude, whether he wins or loses. Obviously, he's not happy when he loses, but he has such a good attitude of like, you know what? Back to the drawing board. I'm going to get better and I'm going to come back. That's all we ask for. Like, don't don't throw excuses out there. Don't throw a pity party. Just, you know, get better and come back. We don't care if you lose. <laughs> you know, we uh, we just want you to put on good jujitsu. Like it happens. You, you you know, some people some people lose, and um, you know, you just get better and come back and and move on. Just just uh, I don't want to say put on a show, but display your jujitsu. That's I think that's a better way of saying it, is is display your jujitsu, and uh, you'll you know people will love it. And I I love watching great jujitsu, and I know Kels does too. And it's. That's that's how the way I see it. I don't know if Kels can add on top of that. Oh yeah, and I mean that's the thing with jujitsu is most people who are fans and want to watch jujitsu also do jujitsu. You know, it's not like professional football or soccer where you're getting people who never played the sport a day in their life. People who watch jujitsu train jujitsu and they want to see a good show, and so we we give the competitors the opportunity to display their skill set and. 99% of the time, they have an amazing attitude, win or lose. Obviously, like, losing sucks. Nobody wants to lose. But those who we continue to invite back, even if they have, like, an 0-4 record, are because they are also incredible people. We just like beautiful jiu-jitsu. And, and it, it definitely shows. And that, But, yeah, that's one thing that, you know, I think is important is, you know, with the way that the events go and just – 
you know, the character to you all behind the scenes, you know, it, it's important that that the uh, athletes are also, you know, good spirited and just, you know, out there giving their all and, you know, just putting on a good show in, in terms of just, you know, giving their best with their jujitsu. So, and that's all we want. You know, we want good people, good jujitsu, great fans. It's, you know, the show has definitely made itself into what it is. And our competitors, our helpers, our sponsors, everybody reflects the same message. And that's, you know, that's the vision that we had going into all of this. And to see it come to fruition is just, it's icing on the cake. Absolutely. Um, and one thing that did, I, I can say, kind of came out is everyone that I've interacted with it, that's had some sort of connection with with Arte Suave, everyone's been wonderful. It's just everyone's been super sweet, uh, just just wonderfully nice people. Actually, Jacob Brown reached out to me a few weeks back, and he and I, you know, chatted back and forth. And you know, just just talking with him, and then just remembering, you know, his connection with you all and and Arte Suave, you know, just felt like a. a you know, I felt like I knew him. Uh, so, you know, you you all have, you know, a great sense in how you pick your competitors. And, you know, again, it really shows. So as a fan, we appreciate that. Thank uh, you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that warms my heart. <laughs> so uh, with the event coming up in August uh, for the teens, you know, is that still kind of in process or you get, you know, things kind of locked down for that for the most part? A little bit of both. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Kids are. We probably have what, like 60% of the matchups done maybe for that one. Yeah. Yeah. I would say about 60. Um, (laughs) Yeah. It's t- it's a little bit tougher with kids because it's like it's hit and miss. So I have some kids that are like, let's say we got a, I'll give you an example. We got a 115 pound teen championship going on. Um, we got a couple girls that are 104 pounds, 100 and maybe barely at the hundred mount, you know, mark that are going to be fighting at a hundred, you know, 115 pounds. They're going to be fighting other girls that are probably way closer to 115 pounds and are, you know, really talented. And they're doing that only because there's a belt involved. So it's not something that they would maybe normally do if it was just a super match. So um, that's when it becomes difficult. Not everybody will do that. Not everybody will uh, take a match like that, even if it is a, for a belt. So um, that's what's challenging is there's so many different belt levels. Um, you know, we've got some some girls or some guys that don't want to go above five pounds, some that don't want to go above 10 or, you know, it's, or won't go up a belt level or won't fight down. Um, it, there's, there's just a lot of more things to deal with when, when matchmaking. And the, the weight range is, is, you know, different. And then you'll have some people that won't fight um, any, you know, two more than two years above their weight. 
which, you know, I can definitely understand sometimes, but then you'll get some of those savages that like, I don't care. You know, they're, they're 12 years old and they'll fight a 15 year old, <laughs> you know, cause they're that good. Um, the one that comes to mind is a kid named Amos. Uh, I, I'm sorry if I butchered your name. <laughs> um, if you, if you're listening, but he's a green belt down in, uh, Gracie Humaita South Bay. So when I first talked to him, um, he, you know, he was just like, yeah, I'd definitely like to be on your card. I'm like, all right, great. You know, we, we, uh, got him a match and he was telling me, he's like, watch you, you trust me. You, you're, you're not going to regret having me on. Um, he was very confident, which, you know, some people may confuse as like him being cocky, but I, I saw it as him being a very confident kid. And so I'm like, okay, you know, let me, let's, let's watch, let's watch this match. And uh, he went up against a really good kid, uh, one of the Nunez kids uh, from Six Blades, and um, oh, the yeah. kid from Gracie. Yeah, the kid from Gracie Humites. He <laughs> oh, looked man. incredible. Oh my goodness! Because um, they were both very good kids, and he he won pretty you know pretty decisively in that match, and uh, it was very fun to watch him. And uh, he, he had such a great attitude. He, came out to me afterwards he's like thank you so much he, this kid's a fight to win champ like mm-hmm. he's used to fight to win he's gone on fight to you know fight to win multiple times and he comes up to me and he tells me he's like i love your show <laughs> and i was like yeah I, thank you <laughs> like we, we you know we really try to make it as enjoyable as possible and um he was super excited and he's like i, I you know i want to come back on this show again and i'm like well just let me know and we'll we'll attempt to find you a a, a kid that can uh can get can push your limits um and that's another thing i want to kind of touch on uh, i know like um i've talked to kelsey about this i i think some people have gotten at least and this may not be a bad thing uh some people have gotten upset with me just you know <laughs> because of the matchmaking that i've done and it's because I like to push people to their limits and it's not, it's for multiple reasons. It's because I, you know, we want a good show. And then two, I I, want to see good jujitsu. Like I want to see people not struggle in a bad way, but like pull out all the tools from your tool bag. Like let's, let's see you use your jujitsu. And so um, (laughs) I think I mentioned this before. There's a girl named Judea she asked to be on the, on the card as well while back. And I'm like, this is going to be hard because I've offered many people to fight you and they've declined because they know how good you are. (laughs) And so I, I, and I told her, I'm like, I'm not going to give you a match just because I'm going to give you a match. That's going to challenge you. And uh, afterwards she's like, thank you for doing that. She's had two tough matches. She's won both of them. Um, but she's had two incredibly tough matches and she wants to compete on, on, uh, I don't remember which card it is. She reached out to me recently. I'm like, yeah, we can, you know, we can get you on that card again. But again, I want to make sure that I get you a challenge and not somebody you're just going to submit in two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> make, make your work for it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Like you should want to compete against the best and mm-hmm. we want to give people that opportunity because it's ever since we switched over to the ref's decision format for our rule set, 50% or greater of all of the matches are going to ref's decision. And that just tells you like how well matched these opponents are. 
And it's, it's so fun to watch because it's anybody's game, anybody's day. And to have kids like Fredo just mentioned on the card is awesome. Like the kids' parents, um, both Judea and Amos's, they are so appreciative of having their kids on the card and like how hard we work to find them good matchups. Um, so it'll be fun to have like an entire show of that. And that's, you know, that's one thing that does make the the kids and the teens events a little trickier is like, you're not just dealing with the competitor like you do with the adults. You're also dealing with their families or siblings, parents who want to all come, who have to sign all the waivers, who have to take care and approve all of the things. So it's like another step we have to take with it. But to have a whole event just dedicated to these little rock stars is going to be super fun for us in August. And, you know, it'll, it'll be fun to see and hopefully super fun to watch because some of these kids just make me feel absolutely terrible about my, about my own jujitsu. I'm like, man, <laughs> I suck. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Some of I'm these like, kids are these eight-year-olds amazing. doing bolos? <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Uh. We share that in common when, when I see our kids <laughs> compete and I'm just like, oh boy, or, or even worse when we're coaching them and I'm just watching these kids. It's like, all right, you know, get your sparring gear on and then you see them going. I'm just thinking like, man, yeah. <sighs> watch Don, Don, I'm going to send you um, a link to our Arte Suave five in San Pedro, Frankie Whelan. Oh man. Six year old girl has such amazing jujitsu six-year-old who gave up like i think almost 10 pounds and she did (laughs) yeah and she did amazing for giving up 10 pounds she won um yeah and it was just i saw her and i was like what is going on right now like this little girl has better jujitsu than 95 (laughs) percent of adults (laughs) it it was it was such an amazing display jujitsu it's like astonishing and infuriating all at the same time (laughs) you're like yes like get it and then oh my god i really need to work on things (laughs) (laughs) like that that moment where it all clicks is like yeah you're clapping it up for the start things like oh no wait this (laughs) this this just shows how much I need to work on. Look at that kid do this. I can't even do that. And yeah. I see it too often for myself. So I'm just like, it's at a point right now with our kids, whenever we're coaching them, I, I sometimes feel like as I try to instruct them or something, I'm like, all right, here, let me help with this. And I feel like there's a couple of kids that are just thinking, dude, I could teach you this. Back up off me. <laughs> but, as a fellow hey. kids class coach, I understand. <laughs> I mean, they're the future. So, that you know, that's one of the things, though, when you're coaching the kids, you know, you want them to, you know, you don't want to ever hamstring them. You don't want to teach them a minimum amount of stuff. So that way, you know, they don't surpass the master. You want them to be better. So yeah. that's, that's that's a good thing. And I mean, that's what our professor tells us all the time. He keeps telling us like the room gets harder and harder because he's teaching us what he knows and so it's nice to be able to turn around and then do that for the kids absolutely yeah the other day he said that he was ducking like half the class (laughs) (laughs) sorry dad (laughs) I, i get paired up with our wrestling coach's son every so often and it is it each time it has gotten 
just harder and harder. We were working takedowns last month. We're doing King of the Hill, and he's over in the teens group, just demolishing everyone. So coach taps me and goes, hey, you know, uh, on his next um, go around, I want you to pair up with him. And I look, you know, I was like, okay, cool. I go over, he's exhausted at this point. And even exhausted, he still was just putting it on me. Eventually, he just, he was burned out and, you know, I, I got the takedown, but not because, you know, it was anything I did. It was just, I went over to him and like hugged him. I was like, dude, I know you're exhausted. He went for an inside trip and he just, he slipped and missed it. And I reversed it on him. I was like, okay, I'll take it. But (laughs) he's good. Like, just so. You're like, yes, this is my moment. (laughs) It's like part of me felt great about getting the takedown, but the other part was like, it's not not a real win. He's tired. (laughs) He just went through five kids. I I went through one adult and and I got I got taken down. So I was like, oh, I'm pretty fresh. (laughs) So. Hey, that's when I call out Fredo to roll when he looks tired. <laughs> I'm like, come here, buddy. We can roll uh, yeah. <laughs> I always I the, never the, like, say no to a roll either. <laughs> I always survey the room. I'm like, all right, who looks the most tired? Oh, look yes. at that guy. He can barely move. <laughs> and then next thing you know, they're like, nope, I got just enough for you. It's like, tracks. <laughs> you weren't uh, supposed to. <laughs> so with this, you know, going back to Arte Suave 7, you know, just off top, how many matchups that you have right now? Do you have so with the intermediate uh, bracket, you know, do you have any other brackets for this tournament or for this event? It's just that one. Um, we're going to have <laughs> that's why I laugh. Uh, I texted Kelsey the other day. I'm like, hey, so we've got like 39 matches. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, it's going to be a, a decent a size. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a long day. <laughs> well, you know what? It's well worth it. Yeah, so. no, it is. It's fun. So it really fun. is. And they're and- great matchups, you know, like. They just keep rolling in. We have a lot of blue belt matches on this card, so it'll be fun to like give them the opportunity to showcase themselves. Sure. Um, I think we have more blue belts than anybody else combined. Um, yeah. And then the tournament itself, which will be sprinkled in in there. But it's a great card, and it's going to be a long day, but it'll be worth it. So much fun. Yeah. As I was scrolling through, looking at the matchups, I was like, yeah, there are a lot of blue belts here, which is good. You know, I always feel like with events blue belts you know they get to be out there but i sometimes feel like blue belts they they don't get seen as much you know with just the you know purples browns and black belts out there doing their thing and then the blue belts are still trying to you know make their way and get recognized so you know kudos to you guys for putting the blues out there shout out to my fellow blue belts what's up y'all <laughs> we're trying we're giving them some credit yeah Usually it's the blue belts, the ones mainly asking for all the matches. And um, I think this month it was just, it just ended up working out where we, we were able to get a bunch of blue belts. And there was one month where we had like a 
12 purple belt matches or more than that. It was like a ton of purple belt matches. The San Pedro one, half of that card was kids and teens. Um, that one in itself kind of felt like a teen, you know, like a teen yeah. card. Um, which kind of inspired our teen one was that one. Um, yeah, we've we've had a we've had a nice decent mix of cards where they kind of switch up and we try to switch it up, make it interesting. <laughs> I think that's an important thing with this kind of format. You you know, you just want to have a some variety, just you know, kind of keep people on their toes to keep everybody entertained. So you know, you're doing it all. Every every you know, every event, you know, things are changing up, things are improving. So, you know, it's just gonna keep getting better. That's the hope. That's the plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So with the August card for the for the teens, is are all those matches gonna be just single matches or do you have any brackets or you know, potentially looking at having any brackets over there? for like a little mini tournament yeah <laughs> <laughs> i say yeah because uh i think we uh we kind of <laughs> probably more so me i get excited with like <laughs> these brackets i'm like oh let's you know let's put this person in and that person in and i i'm all the time it's literally I'll, I'll be rant, I'll be driving. I'll be doing the most rant. I'll be cooking eggs, and I'll be like, you know what? This person, this person would be a fun matchup. And then I usually get a text message that's like, "What do you think?" I'm like, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, we're we're gonna have four brackets. They're gonna be small brackets, but we've got four for belt, and then we've got one uh, actually two matches for um teen belts so it's gonna be a fun full day of like belt matches or you know everyone's gonna earn their belt um for sure um the the fun one that i think that i'm really excited for is uh actually i'm I'm excited for all of them i can't lie Uh, (laughs) but uh 115 pound um 115 pound uh teen female bracket uh, 95, we call, uh, call it the baddest yellow belt bracket for females at 95 pounds. And then, um, I'm having trouble filling up a, a decent amount for 85 pound yellow belt bracket. Um, and then, uh, the, uh, we've got a, I believe a 95 pound, uh, gray belt bracket. Um, and the main reason is and Kelsey could definitely agree with this. Not many promotions give love to like blue and purple belts as in like getting a chance to fight for like a belt. Yeah. Uh, Because, you know, I guess nobody cares about blue and purple belts. (laughs) (laughs) I care. (laughs) So I just want to say we care as well. (laughs) And uh, because to be honest with you, there's a lot of really talented blue and purple belts, Um, which is, why we also made the decision i think a couple uh, a couple events ago to make to allow blue belts and nogi to be able to heel hook because it's like some of these blue belts they're that good like yep. they can defend the heel hooks um there's no reason why we shouldn't allow you know not allow them to to 
be able to do all of jujitsu. So it's, that's, we want to show everybody love and that's why we even have a a gray belt (laughs) belt for, you know, for fighting for belts. Can you imagine being like a 10, 11 year old gray belt in jujitsu and you get to fight for a belt? Like that would have made my life at that age, you know, and it's these kids get that opportunity now and it's, you know, and it's not just that, but they're earning it. They're earning it with their skill. They're earning it with their attitude. And it's like, heck yeah, we want to have you guys on the card. Like you fight for this belt. Let's do it. And I think our sponsors really enjoy it too. Cause we get to put their logos on the shiny belts. Yeah. And so yeah. it's like a win-win for everybody. It's fun jujitsu. The kids get to put on a show and someone gets to go home with a belt. And all these, all these girls and guys that are fighting for belts in these brackets and in, in, at least in the, the kids and teen tournament, they've placed in a major tournament. So it's like, these are good girls and guys like they're, they're very talented. So they've either placed in jiu-jitsu world league or IBJJF. They're like pans kids, champions everywhere. I do like I put together all of the notes for the commentators and the kids usually have more notes than anybody else. And it's like 15 time IBJJF kids pans champion or whatever. And I'm like, what the heck? I'm like, how old are you? <laughs> the game is definitely changing, you know, just even from five years ago, you know, just the kids, it, you know, jujitsu's more in the public eye now. So you're starting to see a lot more kids, you know, going for the opportunity and, and trying it out. And like I've, I've been saying for the last few episodes, you know, I don't think jujitsu is for everyone, but I think everyone should give it a try and you know see if it works out. And a lot of these kids are giving it a try, and it's turning out that you know this is something for them. It's it's cool to watch. It's cool to watch them develop their skill set. And so as the promotion gets to go on, hopefully, fingers crossed, over the next. X amount of years, we get to see these kids really come into their own. You know, these gray belts who started on the promotion are going to eventually be blue, purple, brown belts at some point. And we get to watch them just grow in the sport. And it's really cool to be on that side of it. That's always a fulfilling, just, just a nice feeling as you watch growth and development of someone, you know, from early on and just watch them get to that mid mid card area. And then once they hit that higher level, you know, there's always something wonderful about seeing that progression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've had a couple kids say, I want to be competing on Arte Suave when I'm a black belt. And I'm like, Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> me too, buddy. <laughs> yeah, me too, yeah. like, uh, share that in common. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's really cool to hear. Good. And, you know, that's one thing, too, I think it's important with having the teen card. I think that's important because, again, you, you're giving them an opportunity to shine. You're getting gray belts out there, the opportunity to really shine and, and compete for a belt. That, that's an amazing thing, you know, especially at their age and just being able to say, hey, I've done this. And, you know, you still you know, have the opportunity to come back and do it again. And it's almost like they have a home you know, for, for competing. So, you know, again, kudos to you guys for providing this opportunity. You know, I'm sure, you know, this means a lot to, you know, a lot of these kids. So that's awesome. Yeah. It's, 
And uh, we, we both love seeing how excited a lot of these kids and how serious they take it. And for good, you know, for good reason, like, I love it. Like they really like, cause you'll see some people that, and I haven't really seen this at all on our events is like, they'll sign up for a tournament. And like, eh, if I win, I win. If I lose, I lose. Like, it's not as important to like, cause maybe they don't care about the promotion as much or they don't, or even like the tournament as much but for like what i've noticed like they really care how not only how they look they're getting haircuts before the events <laughs> like they're they're going all out which it's and i think it's an it's a result of how we go all out with our events as in like we really focus on the fighters it's not where we want to look flashy we want to focus on on the fighters and make them feel at home and and again, um, just dis- help display their jujitsu um, and, and just promote the fighter and not the event. Because yep. if you promote the fighter, you're already promoting the event. So might as well just promote the fighter. Sure. So that's that's the way we see it. Fair enough. At some at any point, you know, with having you know your your typical cards, you know, one through seven. And now, you know, upcoming with eight being the teens card, has there been any thought or, you know, ideal of possibly doing an all female card at some point? Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that, would, that would that'd be cool. Um, yeah, uh, I think Kelsey would absolutely love doing that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've been on a few all female cards um, with Sub Hunter Pro and submissions on the shore, and they were. They were a good time. I'm not going to lie. It's fun to be surrounded by like a bunch of like-minded ladies because it doesn't matter what academy you're at. You're never going to have as many females as you do guys. Sure. So it's yeah. fun to be in that environment with a bunch of ladies who like are also obsessed with jujitsu and competing and whatnot. So I think there are some promotions that have done like the all ladies card really well. I got to commentate one of them for a fight to win, which was a fun experience, cool. but you know, I think I think an all female card would be really cool, <laughs> but I'm really biased when it comes to that. So, <laughs> oh, you know, even though I am a male, I am biased as well. I, I I I have a daughter, so I'm always you know looking at hey, like what about the girls? What about the girls? You know, type deal. So. You know, that, that was just one of my thoughts or like, you know, it'd be interesting, you know, if, you know, if that's upcoming, you know, maybe next March, you know, women's month would be a perfect time for it. That so, would be fine. No. Know, just a thought. And with the event, you know, as they take place and, you know, all your wonderful sponsors, you know, are, are there any new sponsors that are on board or, you know, you still kind of rock with the same uh, group for right now? Um, I think we got, for the most part, we got the same, same group. Um, we're always open. I think Kelsey mentioned this earlier on, um, the same, it's almost the same thing with the sponsors, actually. Um, we want the sponsors to carry the same energy that we do. (laughs) And, uh, I think right now the sponsors that we do have, uh, come into our events do carry that same energy and that same vibe. Um, I am speaking to one, so um, maybe they'll hop on board. I really hope they do. 
um it has to do with food i like food (laughs) (laughs) um that's all i'm gonna say but um yeah so it's uh i i really hope they hop on board that's all yeah that's i I think it'd benefit both both of us a ton (laughs) <laughs> I, I like food too. We all so. like to eat. <laughs> like, I, I think I like to eat too much. So. I may not look like it, but I can throw down. <laughs> donuts. And, donuts. You know, all the donuts. I've never met a pastry I didn't love. So, <laughs> and I just fell in love with apple fritters lately. So, it, it's. Uh, yeah. I just discovered them, what, three weeks ago? And it's been. Ooh, it's been great, but not great. So <laughs> they're good though. But I get one every Sunday. <laughs> I, I wish I had that that discipline to only have one every Sunday. It's <laughs> at this point, it's probably every day. Oh boy, twice. I, I they're delicious. I, I'm sorry, I can't help it. I I <laughs> I found them on accident. I, I didn't want to get a donut. It looked like it was too cheap, so I got an apple fritter because it looked like it had a lot of life to it and. Next thing you know, I was back about two hours later getting another one, and then my wife got me one the next day, and I probably got to go to a meeting about it now. It's I've got a problem, but I love <laughs> Um All right, well, at, at this um, you know point in the game, it's getting kind of late, so I'm gonna let you all head out of here. But I do want to say thank you both to being my guests. Uh, and just sharing, you know, your experiences and, and your knowledge, you know, about the events and, you know, what's upcoming for Arte Suave 7 and, and then Arte Suave 8 with the team. So thank you very much for that. And before we get out of here, did you have any mentions or shout outs you wanted to throw out there? Always, always, always all of our sponsors. We can't do anything of what we do without them. Um, we do have a third member of our crew as well, who is super helpful. Um, yeah, I, I want to give a shout out to to our team where we train at Precision um, and then all, all the other people that do help us out. You guys know who you are, uh, who have stepped in um, from, from different gyms. We've had uh, Rich Goodwin, um, Brian down at Six Blades. Rich from Stockton Jiu-Jitsu Academy has always offered him, you know, himself to to help out and just the willingness of, you know, all the people that have offered. Um, but we, we have our core people that definitely help out, at, you know, from our gym precision and you, our, our gym, we, we love our gym. <laughs> so, it's the best. It really yeah. is. Yeah. So uh, we're really shout lucky. Out to everybody at precision. I think that's an important thing too, is, you know, as we go through this jujitsu journey, training at an academy that that's home and that's family. So I'm glad you all have that relationship with your with your academy. So awesome. Kudos. Yeah, that's that's my new word. Kudos. For kudos. The <laughs> <laughs> um, so, again, thank you, uh, Kelsey and Fredo, for being my guests here. And, you know, thank you to everyone who's been listening Again, can't can't do this without you all. We greatly appreciate all the support. Uh, you know, as usual, big shout out to our friends over at Student of BJJ, my friend Zach, 
Uh, big shout out to Nerd Rage Radio, our buddy Bobby, Joe, and Chris. Thank you guys for everything that you do and getting me set up on this journey of podcasting myself. And last but not least, big shout out to the team over at Arte Suave. And be sure, everyone, to tune in for Arte Suave 7 on July July 24th. I was about to say 27th. Sorry, uh, July 24th. Um, Everybody out there, make sure you tune in to Arte Suave coming up on July 24th. Otherwise, you all keep listening and I will keep on making these podcasts. Thank you and ciao. They probably said. Now let me see his song.